You're listening to Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic on Bloomberg Radio. Only one in three Americans surveyed see America making progress on racial justice over the last year. That's the finding in the latest trust barometer that is out from the global communications firm Edelman. The barometer this time around looked at business and racial justice in America. Let's get more on what the report found. Joining us right now is the founder and CEO of Edelman, Richard Edelman. He's back with us on the phone in New York City. Richard, nice to have you back with us. Um, how has the environment, the business environment, evolved in the past 12 13, 14 months? Well, I think on systemic racism, uh, there's an increased uh, height of the bar. You know, a year ago, it was uh, companies just saying, or, 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 or ads for brands saying, you know, how sorry we were for the murder of George Floyd. That's performative. Now we're looking to companies to actually make a big um, commitment, a big difference. And, you know, Otherwise, it's just not going to work. You know, basically, there's such an opportunity for business here to talk to its employees, all of whom are looking for serious action on more diversity on boards, more diversity in senior management, change in the supply chain so that you use black and Hispanic uh, small businesses. And also, they want CEOs to speak up on voting rights bills. I mean, how is it that we pass legislation in Florida and Texas that restricts people's right to vote? I think it's a great thing that we had record voter turnout in uh, this year compared to any election since 1900. But that's not what some others see. Well, and I have to say, it was a little surprising, I think, on some level that Maybe Americans didn't think we made more progress. Dig a little bit deeper into some of the data points. Um, one that came out for me, through just 31% of people of color black, uh, we're talking about um, Latin Americans uh, here in the United States, Asian, see brands as doing enough to redress racism in their communities. I mean, that's a small percentage. Well, Carol, the big thing that changed in this last year since we last did this study is that um, corporations actually jumped about uh, 12 or 15 points brands were flatlined. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, the idea that uh, corporations have made some progress in their hiring and um, in in, in promotion of of people of color. Um, But a big change, the the Asian Americans, um, Mm -hmm. they they are seeing record uh, levels of uh, violence. And all of a sudden, um, you know, 60% of them say the business community is ignoring problems of racism against Asian Americans. So, this is a big new constituency that we have to pay attention to and do something to help. Well, and what's interesting is um, the constituency is doing something, right? And they are stopping using a lot of brands, right? If they don't agree with how certain companies have responded to systemic racism. Well, wasn't it amazing that 42% of mm-hmm. their respondents said they've actually changed brands right? if they don't stand up and speak up? And I think a good example of doing it the right way is Dove, where you see that, uh, you know, for their uh, Dove men's, um, they showed on the NCAA men's finals um, a uh, ad that showed um, African-Americans who'd been basketball players who've gone on to great careers. And it says, you know, see African-American men for who they are. You know, they're politicians, they're business people, they're teachers, they're not just jocks. Right, exactly. Well, you know, what's interesting is, I mean, what is it that, Americans 
our, our consumers or customers want businesses to be doing? Is it transparency in addition to taking action, but then showing, you know, the results of such? They want to change the game. Example, KFC put a $100 million fund together to enable African-Americans and Hispanics, especially who are store managers, to be able to become franchisees. Mm -hmm. They had a very low percentage um, of diverse owners. And so they've changed it by putting up the equity money such that then that man or woman can go to the bank and borrow the money, then become a franchisee. That puts them on the um, train to success. And otherwise, these these sort of financial hurdles make it impossible to um, create step change. So, Richard, tell us there's one finding that talks about the number of Americans who believe CEOs themselves are deeply racist. What did you guys find? So, look, I think that, um, you know, eight in 10 expect CEOs to act, that uh, they have to have a zero tolerance uh, for racism in the organization. They have to ensure the organization is racially representative of the country as a whole. They have to make sure that they're training and promoting black and Latin and API employees. The question is, you know, are CEOs unaware? Are they or are they somehow, you know, acting in a knowledge in a a way in which they have knowledge of the racial problems? And I think CEOs have to pay real attention here to how they change their organizations. Mm -hmm. This is not something that's going to pass. This is absolutely as much an urgent issue as it was a year ago. And the companies are being expected to fix problems that government normally would, right? They're stepping into the void. My employer is the most trusted organization. Big jump, 17 points in my employer. Meanwhile, government pretty well goes sideways. And, you know, it's 20 points higher than business and 30 points higher than, than, than government, my employer. So, you know, my company's got to act. That's what I'm expecting. Well, I'm going to, but the statistics that you guys found is the number of Americans who believe CEOs themselves are deeply racist has increased 9% since last year, 29% to 38%, which is a pretty big number. Uh, You know, especially since we've often talked about, you know, this, that CEOs kind of set the tone for an organization. We're just not moving fast enough. People are frustrated by the pace of change. And they're looking, listen, there was a big jump in federal government trust, mostly among Democrats, predictable. Um, but the gap to my employer is massive. And so we're all trying to get to the next level. And I think it's fascinating that more than half say that workplace racism has damaged their employer relationship, that it makes them less loyal, less advocating, less trusting. I get it. So that's why it's really important for, for employers to take a stand against racism. You know, I always tee you up because this is the truth. You're talking with CEOs all the time Mm -hmm. of really well-known companies across industries and globally. So you've got to be having these conversations with them. What are they saying about what they're trying to do to change, you know, that when you do a survey that it comes out very differently and much more positively? Look, it's hard medicine to do boycotts of states that pass – legislation that's racially discriminatory, mm-hmm. but it's that kind of push. First of all, political contribution. Second of all, move your operations out or reduce the number of people you have in the state. Business has a lot of clout, and there's big, broad support for CEOs to act um, 
in this regard. Like more than half said they, they want states to be boycotted if they are passing these bad legislation. So um, we've got to make sure that CEOs put their own house in order, but also take responsibility for the broader society. Because too many, too many state legislatures are just acting cuckoo. Is it disappointing to you, especially in a state where, take Georgia, and I'm not going to name names or anything, but I mean, where very prominent CEOs maybe or companies didn't necessarily sign commitments or maybe step up a little bit more aggressively than they did? I think that the smart move for CEOs is if you if you haven't uh, your headquarters in that market, you should be not just lobbying sort of behind the scenes, but explicitly and out in public, because that's really what it takes to move um, legislators at the moment. We can't do the sort of, you know, inside the house only. It's not going to work. So, again, because you have these conversations, Richard, I do yep. wonder, so I don't know. Because these are not new conversations. You and I have talked about this, right? This is not a new problem. It's just really kind of slammed us all in a big way over the past year, and rightfully so, when you see something like what happened to George Floyd. So where do we go from here? What's the timeline? Do you see progress happening? I see tremendous progress in the uh, recognition of the problem. But I think especially, Carol, brands have to speak up and stand up. Brands have to Mm -hmm. do more than just change the actors or actresses. Um, They have to literally get behind um, areas in which there's there's intolerance, like, you know, what kind of hairstyle a a young lady can wear to school. Or um, that's just indicative of of what's possible. And brands have huge money in which to affect um, public behavior. So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, because you do talk to so many and hear about what's going on in the world. How do things look right now uh, from a market perspective and from an economy, global economy perspective? I think I think there's cautious optimism. I think that mm. um, the level of uh, vaccination is quite strong, but there's real fright about uh, India, Brazil, the idea that there are new variants. So there's real caution about traveling, Mm -hmm. um, especially business travel, and also about coming back to real estate. You know, I'm in my office today. I think we're 5% of the people. And I rode the subway this morning at 8.30. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's nobody on the subway car. So we have a long road back. And I really hope that New York City and others take September 1st as a sort of demarcation point, but have to prove to people that, in fact, it is safe to ride the subways and other. If you had to say the biggest concern among CEOs, corporate CEOs right now, global corporate CEOs right now, what would it be? Trade with China, I mean, mm. and, and, and also instability um, related to, uh, to that relationship, China-U.S., uh, and also the kind of political dynamic, which is deeply divided. And business people just want to get on and do their work. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if they're if they're if they're not going to get the right answers from staying out, then they have to get in. All right, we're going to leave it on that note. Listen, thank you so much. Uh, we always get to a lot of ground, and I really appreciate it. Richard Edelman, he is the founder and CEO of the global communications firm Edelman. They're out with their latest trust barometer here in 2021, special report looking at business and racial justice in America.